You are now listening to OK Go Away. And child, viewer discretion is certainly your vibe. Because with Andre, you'll never know what is going to come out of his mouth. From topics of sex to picking your brain about life itself. And trust me, if he wants to discuss, baby, he's going to discuss And leave you thinking, OK Go Away. As always, get the glasses ready because the filter is off. And give it up for your host, Andre Turner. Hello, Tasties! Welcome to season three. It's been a minute. It's been a few minutes, actually. (laughs) I'm so happy to be recording again. I'm so happy that y'all are back listening to your favorite things on Wednesday. I don't know what y'all do on your Wednesdays now. Hopefully it's still drinking, because I'm going to be still drinking. (laughs) And I brought someone special, someone reoccurring. OMG, special? Say that again. <laughs> someone special. Oh my gosh. Oh. One more time? Yeah. <laughs> someone, S P E C I A L. And for those who are not English speakers, he spelled special. <laughs> Yes, y'all know who it is. If y'all have not listened to season one, I don't know how y'all made it over here, but you should go do that first. We're glad you're here, but run it back. Literally, run that shit back! (laughs) But I have with me today the lovely, the queen, the one and only, Benny. Hello, guys. I'm so happy to be back. I'm having so much fun already, and the drinks are very good. Look, it's hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. It's hot in the state of Texas. It's so hot. I don't know why I'm wearing a jacket. I don't look. <laughs> I don't know either. Cause. I knew I was going to be on the camera. Look, but I feel like it's pretty cool in here. So, yeah, it's just been like the 10 seconds that you're like walking from here to your car and then from your car to yeah. wherever it's after here. I guess. <laughs> so that AC goes out. Because I feel like every summer my AC goes out for like every second. And I'm like, ooh. No, it gets so hot. Like, especially whenever it's like muggier. I'm like, cracking a window doesn't help. Yeah. It just, it's just nasty. I got a fucking crack in my dashboard. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, it's going to be that type of summer? Mm-hmm. I can't do it. <clears throat> but... If y'all haven't listened to season one, Benny was on the episode RDL Men, The True Pandemic, which y'all seem to have loved. (laughs) Y'all seem to have loved. And yes, that is the answer there. They're the true motherfucking pandemic. And if you're DLing, you're listening to this or you're watching it. Stop doing us dirty. Okay, stop doing us dirty. Stop doing them dirty. Stop doing yourself dirty. Because, bitch, what the fuck? Be who you are. Okay. For your pride. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, for those DL motherfuckers, we got something special for y'all. And just for those that are... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to help y'all come out. (laughs) It's funny because, like, that wasn't even the reason that we came up with this topic, but I feel like... 
It's a perfect segue. It is. It really is. This is like uh, part two, but unrelated part two. Yeah. But no, honestly, truly, this is for the gays, the bays, and the gaffs, as I like to call us. You know, I'm wearing a gaff right now. What is that? A teching panty. A what? A teching panty. Is that what it's called? A gaff? A gaff. That's one of the names for it. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Yeah, I was thinking I was making something up. <laughs> yeah, is that to everybody wearing a gap? This is for you. <laughs> I really thought that I was like making it up. I mean, it can be something. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Words you know, have many definitions. Exactly. This is a ball. Especially in the American language. The American language. Come on now. We Look, I promise y'all this is only our first glass, but. <laughs> I might have put too much, a little too much, some, some, nothing here. So, look, I look thirsty right now. But yes, for those of y'all that are still in the closet, I've got some experience with coming out. Not nearly as much as this one over here, baby. <laughs> Fucking job resume. <laughs> Let me tell you how many times I come out. But I have plenty of experience, um, a lot of talking points. Um, yeah, done it quite a few times. Okay. Did it for the last time. So, if you would have to say how many times you've come out, like if you have to put a number on it. Five? Four. Yeah. No, four. Four? Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've done it four times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Seventh grade, eleventh grade, and then twice in college. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. I've only had to come out once. Was it seventh grade yeah. or was it eighth grade? I, think it, I, I would think like it was seventh. Yeah. yeah, it was seventh. Because eighth grade, yeah, it was seventh grade. Yeah, I'm the seventh grade. <laughs> it's crazy. I literally like remember that day like it was yesterday. But I'm so sorry if y'all can hear. I don't know what it is that they're cutting. I don't know what it is that they're blowing. It's not me, um, for damn sure. Um, blowing my motherfucking mind as to how much time safe I can do this yard. I tell y'all, if y'all can see my front yard, like my actual, there's no grass out there. So I don't know what it is that they're cutting, but they do it every damn day. No, bro, that's where y'all rent money going. Okay. Landscaping every day. Okay. Only for it to still look a mess. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> without further ado, I hope y'all's glasses are full. We've gave y'all ample enough time to pop them bottles open, yeah. make you a drink. We're drinking fucking frozen margarita slash daiquiris. I don't really mm. think you can say margarita since there's no tequila or lime juice. So. Mine is virgin, of course. Okay. Exactly. Virgins. I'll turn 21 soon. Period. I mean, by the time this comes out. Yeah. But for, for legal purposes, this is allegedly This a is drink, a smoothie. But this is a smoothie. And you gonna drink all that. I might need to take bigger goals. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, do I need to calm down? Because I'm gonna control myself. Look. Don't like it's LB day. Baby. Baby. <laughs> But so, I guess we'll get into it for me. Like, how, how do you want to get into it? Coming um, out? Should we start with, like, 
the why behind it? I guess so. Like the why, or if there's even a reason. Well, actually, let's start with we both came out seventh grade. That was the one and only time for me, though. <laughs> so why have you come out? You said four or five times. <clears throat> Do you want to get into that? Is that something that you're comfortable yeah, talking about? I'm an open book. So seventh grade, I came out, um, and then I kind of went back into the closet. Y'all can't say I'm using air quotes because I've never been <laughs> in the closet. Like, I've always been very visibly queer. Like, everybody except my parents knew. Which they just thought I was a character because that's what I was known as, I guess. But yeah, so I kind of went back into the closet when I started high school. Like, I didn't really like tell anybody like that because I didn't know anybody. And I was like, ugh, I'm gonna be that gay kid. Um, and everybody was always like, oh, you're lying. Because they would always ask me, are you gay? And I would be like, no. And I was like, I'm not technically lying, but they would just thought, you know, it's like a straight gay. Me yeah. and Spock? So I'm, I never lied. I just never asked the right questions. And then I came out, like, officially. I came out as, like, bisexual, pansexual in um, junior year. And then in college, I came out as non-binary. But then I, like, really came out as non-binary and trans, like, a few months later after that. Um, I think we actually officially passed a year. Oh, yeah. We've been out and about. Um, yeah. By eight months in transition. So, yeah, that's all my coming out stories. Okay. <clears throat> so, the first time you came out, three, three, three. Um, what did you come out as? I came out as bisexual. Okay. And mm, second time? Pansexual. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. Definitions are tricky. Because girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't want girls to get me. Um, but yeah, I just just came out as pansexual. And then the next two times were more about gender identity and not sexual orientation. Okay. Um, yeah, it was just more like I was tired of people like teetering around the questions. You know, like I'll be going out and a guy will be like, why is your voice so deep? And I'll be like, just ask the questions you want to ask the dog. Like, you know what you're trying to get at. So I was like, I'm pretty open about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm trans. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just more so, so I wouldn't have to constantly deal with people questioning me. Interesting. I definitely understand that. <clears throat> so for those of you all don't know, um, which if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I came out seventh grade to this one right here, actually. Um, oh my gosh, the help, the immense help that I just, oh, I'm I remember saying that it me so much. Time. Yeah. So much easier. Like, it was nice because I just remember mm -hmm. when I came out to you, I was like, what's going to happen? Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm all alone. <laughs> like, you feel good about it, and then you press send, or you say it out loud, and you're like, oh my gosh, just instantaneous. Yes, yes. And literally, I remember when I got that message back, it was like a few days later. I just remember, I was at Home Depot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I was walking, and I was like, oh my gosh. But I think I like cheered up a little bit. I'm not going to lie to y'all, but. And I was like, oh my gosh, the comfort. <laughs> um. But that was definitely, like, a moment that, like, I'll always remember. So, I think for me, 
I came out seventh grade to my friends. It was a very quick process for me. It was like, I was bicurious, which I didn't even know what that was until you told me. I was like, what? <laughs> Let me look that up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> um, and then it was like maybe like a week or two later, I saw this person at Walmart. And I was like, Wow. You are a fine, attractive man. <laughs> Hold on. And that is when I texted you, and I was like, "So <laughs> <laughs> immediately, like it was so quick." I was like, "Okay, like I'm confused, um, but like I'm not confused anymore." Um, and then, like, I kind of just came out to the rest of my friend group. I would like to say that I was probably the first person that came out in my um, middle school. <laughs> So, <laughs> I paved the way. No, um, no, literally, I was the Nicki Minaj before Cardi B and everything. <laughs> um, I'm the female now. Um, and then to my family, I think I came out that same year. Um, but that was a process. That was a process. I didn't come out to my like other family. Actually, I never came out to my other family. Till this day. They all just found out. Uh, I was like... They do. Especially in African-American households, honey. Especially in African households. (laughs) Look. (laughs) (laughs) I came out... So, let me see. Because I think it's one of those things where it's like, you have to get comfortable with it first. And I think that's the one thing that people don't understand is... When you're coming out, you're not, it's one of those things where it's like, I may know, and I may be messing around with guys, I may be messing around with girls, you know, because you don't have to be gay to come out, Um, but I still have to be comfortable with it. You know, I have to make sense of it and everything, because that's a, it's a change, you know? It might be something that you've always realized. But it's not something that you've always explored. And now that you're exploring it, it's kind of like driving. you got to get comfortable with driving. And then once you start driving, now you're driving with one hand. Then you start eating and driving. Then you're driving with your knees. And now it's just, you know, <laughs> shit. Let me close my eyes and take a little rest on the road for a little bit. <laughs> like, shit. Let's not do that, guys. <laughs> this is all metaphorical. All metaphorically. Yes. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> some of us know. <laughs> Some of us may just be capable, but, um, and that's kind of how it was. So when it came to coming out to my, like, extended family, like my aunts, which we're all very close, um, it was one of those things where my aunt, who I was very close to, one of her friends told her, and I didn't even know her at the time, and I was on, do you know you now? It was like a little live thing. Is it kind of like you, bro? Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah. Um, I was on there, but I was under the LGBT tag. And the girl came on and she was like, I was like, wow, my aunt has a friend whose name is, you know, that. And it was crazy because it was like, I had never met the girl. It was literally a whole, like, there's tons of people on there. So the fact that she managed to click Why on my life. the LGBT tag? Okay. <clears throat> I mean. And so then she ended up, she was like, we found out, like, yeah, like, she was my friend's, my aunt's friend. I was like, oh, shit, like, that's crazy. And then she texted my aunt, was like, she sent her, like, a screenshot. and was like, is this your nephew? Or, no, not me meeting your nephew on you now. 
And my aunt texted him, like, immediately after. It was like, why didn't you tell me? And I was literally, like, in the middle of the live, and I was like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) But like she was okay with it. Um she was like, you know, I just wish that I would have found out from you than, you know, someone else, especially like if you're online and stuff about it. Um and then my other aunt found out. Um my other aunt was like super sad that I didn't tell her. And then my grandma found out. So like everyone is completely comfortable with it, but I think it was like coming out to my parents that was the hardest thing for me. I came out to them three times. Three? Yeah. So why did the first two not take? I don't know. So, and we actually had a conversation about this a couple months ago. And, because I was like, I don't understand why y'all felt, first off, why y'all felt the need to have me come out. Um, I wanted to come out when I was comfortable with it. And clearly, the Same. first, yeah, I wasn't comfortable with it. Um, And then, I was like, so then, Two times after that, y'all are still asking, you know, is it a phase? Is it this? Is it that? No, <laughs> it's not. You know, I think I hate that question of this or this statement. Well, maybe it's just a phase. Maybe it is. I mean, was your straightness a phase? Like, right. Why do straight love kids to say that. have to, like, straight kids can know they're straight, but queer kids have yeah. to be confused. Literally. It's annoying. It's like, maybe it is a phase. Maybe I am confused. But as of right now, I think people, because as a, especially in African, like, America, like, and not even African-American households, because it's very predominant, predominant in uh, POC households, where it's like, you know, not only are you coming out as queer, whatever that may be, you're also a POC. So some families may see it as you're already at a lower playing field than your, and I hate to say it, Caucasian counterparts, where they're seen as liked and loved by the vast majority, whereas you as a POC are not, so now here it is coming out as queer, so now it's like double homicide. And so I think for them, it was like, we want to make sure that you understand what it is that you're saying. Because if you come out of that, it's a lot harder to come back. Yeah. Which, it's crazy because I've seen people come out of that in middle school and now completely straight. I mean, shit. <clears throat> we know our friend from uh, last episode oh, still Jerry's, hasn't come out. Jerry's still out. Oh, really? But yeah, no, it's really interesting. But like, even historically speaking, not that white queer people don't have it hard. Like, but historically speaking, um, like the queer liberation movements for like equal rights was started by you know black and Latino, um, you know queer people, specifically trans women. But it became like co-opted by white gays and lesbians, and it was kind of like you know. We'll get through the door first and open it for you guys. But even in like queer spaces, there's still so much racism. So it's like you do have it harder mm-hmm. as a queer person of color in terms of desirability, in terms of safety, in terms of opportunity, and things like that. Exactly. <clears throat> and that's what people don't understand. And it's interesting. I was talking to one of my friends about it. And I'm like, you know, yes, I am a bisexual male, whether people believe it or not. 
Um, similar to how you would say in high school, when people ask me, are you gay? No, I'm not. I'm not lying to you. I'm not half lying to you. I'm not gay. If I came up to you and said, or not to you, but to the person asking, and said, are you, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I don't even know. You it know? all makes sense. Exactly. So it's <laughs> like, I can't even explain it to you because you have not been where I'm at. You know, and some people may see that as, oh, well, you're lying or you could have corrected them or this, that, and the other. No, because how many times do you correct people when they say your name wrong or when they spell it wrong? How many times do you walk into Starbucks, you tell them your name is Sarah, and they forget the H? Or they add the H? <laughs> or you got some weird-ass spelling for Sarah because there's 18,000 different ways. How many times are you going to correct them? No, you're there to get your damn drink. Or you probably are already late and you don't feel like you've been having to have that conversation. Like, fucker, why are you asking for my name? You know? So that's kind of how it was for me. It was just like, I'm not going to correct you because I don't even, like, why are we having this? Why does it matter to you? And I think that's the question that y'all need to start asking. Is it's not a matter of why are we coming out. It's a matter of why do we have to come out. For real. Especially because I'm like, most of the times you already know. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if their point is to try to, like, humiliate you. Like, they think it's something you're uncomfortable with. Yeah. But it's also as a safety thing. Like, you know, like, earlier when I first began my transition, like, for the most part, people are respectful. Um, like, I don't really get served or he, but for people who do know me, um, like, whenever they would say he, after a while, I'm just like, there's no point in correcting you. You're going to get it if you don't. Like, that doesn't change who I am. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, you do get so tired of having to repeat yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that. And I think, and I've never experienced that. You know, Mm -hmm. even being a queer person, which I don't identify as bisexual as much as I identify as queer. Because that's the whole other thing is... You understand. I think it's harder coming out as bisexual than it is coming out as gay or lesbian. Because, which I, I'm sure you can speak on as well. Um, for me, it's kind of like, it just seems it's more confusing. People don't understand is that there's actually a homophobia within the queer community as coming out as bisexual. Because one, you're seen as scandalous in a hoe. <laughs> I'm like, which unfortunately I cannot debunk that, but that has not, <laughs> not me personally. But yeah, there is a lot of like a lot of homophobia within the queer community. Yeah, where it's like, you know, either they try to say you're not queer enough, or they say that you're confused, or for some reason, both like straight and gay people don't want to date bisexual men or mm-hmm. women. For some odd reason, I don't personally know, but yeah, it's a lot of that. Yeah, where it's like <clears throat> y'all have to understand that you're first off mistaking a bisexual person with a DL person, because for the most part, if you're bisexual, at least the ones that I have run into, they're, you know, we're not obviously, obviously, like I will. If I'm single, I'm single. We're going to be at that. But if I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship, you know? So I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh, well, you may be sleeping with me or you may be talking to me or dating me or married to me and then turn around and go have sex with someone else. A cheater is a cheater regardless. 
that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, that happens in every okay. relationship. A cheater is a cheater regardless. That's your, your phobias coming out right there. That's your insecurities coming out right there. What it is is when the DL people come and they're with the woman, but they're sleeping with men and they're not telling people. That is where the, oh, you're, you know, you're scandalous, you're this, you're that. Don't get it confused, people. Don't get it confused. Okay? So do you have, <laughs> you're like, okay, noted. <laughs> but let's get into some, some tips. Yes. Um... Actually, let's get into some tips after the break. Because we got to refill our cups. And we are back. And I'm not we are gonna... black. Okay? Back, black, <laughs> and better than ever. Um... <laughs> black. Have you seen that? Shake the leg. The leg is outside. I love that. <laughs> oh, you don't watch Drag Race. Anybody who does watch Drag Race. It. This All-Stars promo that just came out, baby, pussy. Pussy. I'm going to try to get into it. I love it. Like, I need to, I think that's one thing. I'm so detached from the queer community. <laughs> the drag race is definitely not the pinnacle. It's just a common. True, 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 true. But I think, like, because I honestly feel it. I feel like if I were to do drag, I'd kill the game. Like I'd kill the That's game. That's the thing I would feel. I'm like, I want to go to an amateur drag night. Just get just that. Yes, I feel like I would. First off, I like to dance in general. I'd be in my damn apartment just dancing. So I'm like, oh, dancing, performing, God. Okay, I'm like performing in front of people. The back of my, the my back is swaying. The small of my back is swaying. Like I'm performing. Okay. okay. Like I'd be in here putting on a whole show. So I'm like. Let me get in some drag and do this in front of a bunch of people and possibly make some money. <laughs> some ass the fuck up, bitch. Like, cross out everybody else's name and put my name on there, okay? That's how I learned makeup. Whenever I was first starting, I was watching Drag Queen Tutorial. Oh, really? And I was like, let me try and have the nigga bring out the woman. Okay. You know, ever since then, that we were, you know, since I faded soft and delicate. Y'all, I was literally just telling her, I'm like, your makeup right now, like, ah, it's looking good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I made us um, some more smoothies. <laughs> okay. Oh, this one's different. It's peach mango with coconut. I was going to say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but let's get into the tips of coming out. And I first want to say, Tip number one, if you're not comfortable or ready to come out, don't come out. Yes, very big, 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 big emphasis on safety first. Mm. Please, yes. oh my God. Safety is like number one priority with this. Everybody loves to make you the token gay or the token lesbian or the token bisexual or the token trans or the token pan or all of this stuff. Do not, if you don't want to be the token, don't be the fucking token. They love to, oh, this is my GBF. They, oh, this is this, this is this. Oh my god. They love to introduce you as that. No! I'm your best friend! Like, how, why does every single comment have to be, yes, queen, slay, hunty, perv, boots down, baby? I'm like, just say I look pretty. Okay! (laughs) Like, just look. I look good. That's it. Leave it at that. Like, I, I don't, I hate it, 
I hate when people are like, oh, I'm talking to this guy, I'm going to tell him you're gay. I don't know him. No. And I'm not gay. So why are you, why are you coming to, like, no. So, first off, stand your ground, stand your boundaries. I know earlier we said that when people would ask if we're gay. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, but I'm also not going to go into depth of explaining and teaching you on something that I feel like you should honestly, truly already have the education on. Um, so definitely be comfortable when you're coming out, whether that be to your friends, whether that be to your family. Um, understand that you need to be in a safe environment with these people because, and understand how you feel when you're coming out to them or how you feel when you're around them. There's oftentimes I'll go to the club with people and I'm like, I do not feel comfortable here. And I'll go to the club. I could go to the same club with somebody else. And I'm like, I feel comfortable. So understand your surroundings because if you don't feel comfortable with them and they're not asking if you're comfortable and you're okay, don't do it. Yeah, I'm definitely lucky in that department. Like all of my friends, especially because when we go out, it's always in the straight scene. Um, they definitely prioritize my safety and like making sure I'm comfortable if we're around like dudes. Like they won't like tell them unless I'm comfortable with it, or they won't, you know, bring me around. Yeah, because, and they should. Because ultimately, it's the same, like, if I take you to a gay club, like, I, it's it's all about comfortability or comfortableness and safety. If you come here with me, I'm going to make sure, hey, are you okay? Because let's be honest, a lot of straight people don't like to go, oh, but maybe sometimes they can be a little lit depending on where you go. They begin their life. Okay? They really begin their life. Okay? <laughs> so... That's definitely tip number one, is be comfortable with who you're coming out with, or who you're coming out to, but also be comfortable in your sexuality. If you're not comfortable, if you just found out that you're gay or bi or whatever it is that you're coming out as, be comfortable with it first, because it's going to make that conversation a lot easier, because I'm going to let y'all know. Nobody's going to be like, oh, okay. It's going to come with some questions. I feel like everybody that I came out to was just kind of like, when did you find out, or... What makes you think this or this, that, and the other? It's been a year since the last time. I'm still getting questions. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's literally just like make sure that you're ready for. I'm a person who I hate when people ask questions. I can't stand it. Just take what it is that I say and take it at that. So when I came out, I already knew that my parents were going to ask me questions, and I wasn't ready for that. So it's just like, it's just it makes the experience a lot worse. So. Just make sure you're comfortable with it and that you understand it. Personally, for me, I like when they ask questions because then I'm like, let's just get all this out of the way at the beginning and then we can move on. Because it's like, you can always sense, you know, like I'll be out, out in public sometimes and they'll see, you know, makeup and hair at the top and they'll see titties and like, they're still trying to figure out, you know, are you a boy or a girl? And they'll like literally just stare at my crotch. And I'm like, that's okay. weird. Yeah, that's like really weird. I'm like, first of all, honey, this tuck is tight. Get off and clutch shit. Okay. And second of all, this is literally none of your business. Like, yeah. why, why is that the first thing you think of? Is what genitalia? Yeah. Okay. I never thought to do that. That is weird. That's first off, predatory. That is so weird. 
No, it's weird. I had a friend, and she was telling me she, she's trans. She was in the bathroom, and uh, I guess like there was these women who knew that she was trans, and they were like trying to peek, like through the little cracks in the stall while she was using it. She had a little toy left, so she could use it fucking bathroom. Uh-oh. And y'all wonder why y'all be getting fucking clocked in the damn face. Y'all fucking need that shit. Y'all fucking... I know England is this crazy. Um, <laughs> um, I've seeing those all the time. But I think those are, like, very important tips. And when you're coming out, I don't think that there's ever a good time to come out. Me, personally, I don't think there's, like, a... Like, unless you're just surrounded by 100% accepting yeah you know knowledgeable people i i personally haven't heard of a perfect coming out story i mean maybe it exists for some people it's probably more now than mm-hmm. before but it's gonna it's gonna come with hurdles yeah for sure you just have to be ready for that but when you are in a space where you do feel safe and comfortable i personally don't see how it continues living in the closet because now I'm like everything's so much easier but it's also not speaking from a a place of immense privilege as well that is very true if I was back in Burundi I'd probably you know be thinking about marriage and kids and all those things versus you know focusing on me Uh, yeah no I think it definitely like my vision of coming out definitely does come from a vision place it's so interesting to see people on Grinder who are like 40 plus years old and still like curious. And I'm like, what? Or people who, I don't know, for me, I never understand why people wait so long to come out. Because it's, when I came out, or when I like was officially like accepting of who it is that I am as a person, you can tell me otherwise. If you didn't like who I was or what it was that, first off, who I'm sleeping with is none of your damn business because I'm not sleeping with you. I never understand that. It's like, you don't like me because I'm attracted to the same sex, but I'm not attracted to you, so why does that matter to you? You can get my... I, I wouldn't even bat a damn eye at you. <laughs> no, so, for real. I didn't even realize he was in the room. Okay? You pressed over something because I'm shaking my motherfucking ass, bitch. I'm, was I shaking my ass at you? Fuck no. Okay? So... I don't know. Um, But I think once you come out, you're going to... And I mean, obviously, this is from my experience. I can't speak on... I can't even speak on your experience. I can't speak on anyone's experience but mine. The very first time when I came out to my parents, it was awful. I hated it. I hated every, every time I had to come out to them. I hated them knowing up until I moved out. Just didn't like it. I still live my happy-go-lucky life, but it was just like, fuck, I like, would have preferred to do this on my own terms. Now, honey, <laughs> I'm living on my own. I'm paying my own rent, my own bills, my own car note, everything. I ain't got to worry about the damn thing. If I didn't want to talk to my parents for three months, I could not talk to my parents for three months and still be able to move about life freely. So now... And I am sitting in his abode, and it's very nice. He's doing very well. Thank so. you, thank you. He can do what he wants to. My friend can do what he wants to. Period. <laughs> Period. And I, for me, it's like, who's going to tell me otherwise? So I'll never understand when people are like, you know, 
I'm 27 years old, living on my own, this, that, and the other. And it's like, babes, we're in 2022. And I think that's what y'all are scared to realize is most people are so worried about themselves that they're not worried about you. You coming out, that's a quarter of the battle. I don't even, that's an eighth of the battle. It's you coming out and being who you are, that's the battle. It's you coming out and going to the queer spaces and figure out if you're accepted or not. It's you coming out and being with a guy and walking down those damn streets or something holding their hand. That's another battle. You know, you coming out is just, that's a small fraction of it. I think the hardest part for me is really being in a relationship with a guy and then wanting to hold my hand. I'm like, we might get shot for this. No, literally, like, going, because all my friends are, all my friends, well, majority of them, like when I grow up, are cisgender women. And so, one, I am towering over these girls by like six inches, depending on what shoes oh I'm my wearing. God, let me put all so my like, I'm sticking out like a sore thumb, and a girl do be dressing in her negligibles, you know, very minimal. So I'm like, I can't help but walk into a room and catch uh, attention. And that's been way harder like dealing with it because sometimes I'm like I can't tell by the way this nigga's looking at me do you want to kiss me or do you want to kill me okay <laughs> which one is it and most of the time it's not wanting to kill me so I'm like it really do be in my head I'm over here thinking I'm getting fucked and it's about to be a dangerous situation while he just came to tell me that I'm pretty but a lot of it is like a lot of the tribulations comes after coming out but coming out it does feel like the hardest stuff because like once you're already out it's just like okay whatever everybody already knows mm -hmm. so it's just like you're kind of expecting it but coming out you never know what's about to yeah i feel like once you come out you're always coming out because mm -hmm. then it's like okay now i'm out here i am i'm comfortable with it but like for me when i came out <clears throat> i feel like i've evolved over the years I, it's like now, I was just showing Benny, like, the outfits that I'm about to start wearing. And very just, sexy. Very sexually, like, just very just in my element. I love showing my motherfucking skin. I hate my body, but I love showing, I love showing my damn Tiggo bitties. <laughs> like, I love it. Because. They, they okay? They, they okay? <laughs> like, and so, even just wearing those, it's like, damn, like, that's screaming. Gasp! <laughs> But, uh, shit, okay. Oh, does gas mean gay as fuck? I just... <laughs> oh, what is that? What is that? Oh, you know damn. Is that what you mean? No, it's just bag backwards. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. I've been on a completely different... First of all, if you're wearing headphones, so sorry. But I've been on such a completely different page. Before, I was like, I don't know what gas means. I gave something French. And this time, I was like, oh, gay as fuck. And this whole time, you just meant... Uh, but damn, I didn't even think gay as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> True. Shit. <laughs> no, I just use it as like, because some people don't like the word, you know, the other words. So I'm just like, gaff. That's a gaff right there. I won't say it for those people, but I be saying all the time. I'm like, Look, I okay. ain't gonna lie. Okay, I say I all the time. But gaff. Yeah, you cannot say it to me, but if I say it about myself, okay. okay. Exactly. Like, oh, that's a, while we're talking about always feeling out to come out, that's another thing I want to talk about. Trans people do not owe you niggas nothing. I don't have to tell every single person that I meet that I'm fucking trans, okay? Like, yeah, if I am hanging out with, if or if I'm talking to a dude before we hang out, 
like duh i'm gonna tell him for one for him and two mainly for me and my safety but like because you know when i would go out i remember this one specific instance i, I went out with my sister and friends and we were in the club and we were um dancing it was just a group of mainly girls and this dude just comes up behind me and just starts dancing on me because i was shaking my ass now at that point i was very drunk that i was just like whatever i let him i was mm-hmm. shaking my ass whatever it's okay. fine and then he was trying to say something and whisper it in my ear and i was just like i gotta go to my friends again but once he heard my voice he just got like big eyes he was just like <laughs> That's not what he was expecting because, you know, depending on how I present myself, sometimes either people can tell or they're questioning it. It really just depends on what I got on that day. And so I guess he was not expecting it. And I've had like instances where people are like, well, you should like tell a guy when he asks for your number, he comes up to you. I'm like, one, that's not safe for me. And two, that's not my damn business. If you think I'm attractive or if you want to talk to me, I'm not going to be like, hi, my name is Gideon. I'm trans. Yeah. I might give you my number just so you'll get out of my face, but I don't have to tell you nothing. I'm just right. to do something. Because I'm just giving you my fucking number. Yeah. You might need to get a text back. Like, I'm not about, like, if with anything else that's, like, personal about you, that's not the first thing you tell somebody. Yeah. Especially because I don't be approaching niggas in public, okay? Yeah. They be coming to me. They flock. So, what do I look like telling every single dude, hey, I'm trans, hey, I'm trans, hey, I'm trans. I was even checking for you. So, at what point... Did you, like, not have to say that? Um, I would say probably around six months after I started my transition. Um, you know, the hormones is doing their thing. I've learned how to dress my body. I've been playing with hair and makeup. So it's just, you know, that's not what makes a woman, but it's just I present very femininely. Um... It had just gotten to a point where it's just like I wasn't getting heat and I wasn't getting served. You know, guys were feeling comfortable to like approach me or things like that when I'm like at the gas station or if I'm going out to get food and things like that. And I just want to say, as they fucking should, because she's beautiful. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking beautiful you are more she's time. a motherfucking international sensation hey you know i love work that pussy hey i'll be really down about work that pussy by tiana that taylor pussy. yeah you'll get the reference i know my gaff bags okay <laughs> period um i said shit i think that's crazy though so like, it's been pretty like recently in the last couple of months just really just be my voice but I'm also like, like sometimes I pull up, you know, a softer country voice. But like this is just how I talk. I, I look like changing that. But it's so, hard. Your your voice gets sore. Yeah, your throat gets sore. Yeah, I feel like, and that's uh, I would say you can talk about the voice. Like even for my my nose. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's like no. I don't have a, people say like, you have your, you know, hetero voice, you have your homo. My, I'm, it's the same. I just have a very soft, monotone voice. Yeah. I'm like, shit. Mine's very monotone. Yeah. I got that, you know, queer essential pack 
vocal drop. Let me try out my work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything's concerning. Yeah. You know. It's like there's a question. Because it always is. It's kind of like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but so I think like I do want to talk about like some tips for the people that are on the receiving end of it. Oh, like if somebody's coming up to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I think, and honestly, truly, when it comes to coming out. I think the best way to handle it, if you're coming out to someone, is to not expect how they're going to respond. If you go into the situation with no expectations on how it's going to come out, you're going to be a lot happier. Because if you're expecting them to be upset and they're happy, you're going to be upset that they're happy. If you're expecting, <laughs> you can't tell me You're I'm like, wrong. We knew. What the fuck you Literally. mean, you little bitch? Fuck you mean, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. Fuck you mean, you're so happy. I thought you were going to hate this, this, that, and the other. You ain't got questions for literally. me. You ain't going to ask me why I didn't. I could have come out two <laughs> years no, ago, this, that, and the other. It's it's a whole thing. Um, I've definitely no seen situations. <laughs> no expectations. Yeah. You're going to be a lot happier. Um, And if you're receiving the information, Actually, before I even get into that, if you're scared to come out to someone, and you're you would you would prefer to, and this isn't with family, I'm also referring to friends. If you're scared to come out to them because you're scared of how they will respond, and if they're not going to be your friend, they're not your friend to begin with. I'm going to repeat that. If you're scared to come out to somebody, whether that be your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your Almost ever, and you're scared that they're going to stop talking to you, let them. Because you're neglecting a part of yourself that ultimately you shouldn't be neglecting. And if they're not okay with who you are as a person, they're not your friend. They don't like you, they like the you that you're presenting to them. And whether that be, oh, I'm okay with you being gay, or I'm okay with you being this, as long as you don't do that. Fuck no, because this friendship's not coming with stipulations. I'm not, myself, who I am, I'm not coming with stipulations like that. Fuck, the fuck do you mean? Oh, I'm okay with it as long as you don't wear makeup. Or I'm okay with it as long as you don't do this. Or I'm okay with it as long as I don't sit. No. On to the next one. Goodbye, bitch. I don't care if we've been friends for 12 plus years. Fuck you and fuck the damn horse that you came in on. It's kind of hard, though, whenever you haven't come out, though, like, seeing that aftermath. Because, like, you might be scared... Even though your friend might, you know, be completely okay with it. Like, for example, when I came out as trans, I was fucking terrified to tell my parents. Um, my dad, you know, like most fathers <laughs> with their queer children, we didn't talk for a couple months because, you know, he wasn't really saying the right things or really doing anything. And he was just kind of like, yeah, sure, like whatever your mom says. And, um, I mean, I learned that, I, you know, like, I had a right to be upset and I have to accept that. And so he got right and he kind of got over and, like, worked through, you know, his feelings of loss. Because, um, you know, being the only son in Africa is a big thing. And I was like, yeah, psych, psych, no, zero, no signs, like, none. Um, 
So, but my, my mom, you know, <laughs> even I was scared, she, like, damn, the, whenever she responded to me, oh, such a good thing. whenever she uh, responded, uh, whenever I came out, I was like, damn, I feel like I should have done this five years ago. But, so it's just like, you really never know until you do it. So it's kind of scary. Like, yeah, that might be your best friend, but, you know, you might not know who they really are. Yeah. So it's like, it could go really bad. Or it could go really well, but I feel like a lot of the fear comes from yourself. I mean, for example, when I came out to Benny, I had no idea what her response was going to be. I had no idea. I mean, yes, you helped me immensely with like understanding who it was that I was as a person, but it's still one of those things where it's like, I can help you. I can help you become a stripper. That doesn't mean I'm going to support you as a stripper. You know? But would you? Oh, I'd be on that damn pole with you, okay? Um, and so, but I damn sure was not expecting Benny to come out to me after that. So you coming out to someone may result in them coming out to you. You have no idea. No expectations. In special cases. Look, okay. I've had a lot of, like, other, like, Burundians around my age after I come out. Come out as well, and I was like, "Hey, look at all of us!" Literally, I helped so many people come out. So it can definitely help, but that also shouldn't be your priority. Yeah, Um, it's gotta be you. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, you are your own priority. And if you're on the receiving end of this, I think a lot of people get scared. I think the best thing there is the best thing to say is. Even if you don't accept them or you don't understand, the best answer that you can say is, thank you for trusting me with this information. Yes, please do not make it about you. I repeat, do not yeah. make it about you. Because it's not. This is a. Oh my God. They, if they told you, some people may not care. Some people, like, it could have taken them months. Just understand this is not your time to shine. It's not your time to shine at all. You got the damn umbrella. It's none of that. Oh, my gosh. Like, I wish you would have told me sooner what could I have done. Yeah. Like, like, all of that stuff. Like, my dad got mad at me because I was mad that they forced me to come out. And I was like, this don't even. This don't make sense. Why am I apologizing? Okay. Right now. Literally. Just understand that mm-hmm. it's not easy. It's not easy for us. It's not easy for anyone. Whatever Just, you're going through, that person that came out to you is going through it ten times worse. So exactly. Like, you know, bite the fucking bullet a little bit. Suck it up. Yeah. And then if you have questions after, ask them after. But the best, I think that the, for me, the best thing that someone could have said is, thank you for consoling me and trusting me with this information. <clears throat> I know that it's not easy. Or I don't know. You don't know that it's not easy because you've never had to go through it. So I can only, I can only imagine what it's like to tell someone this. So I thank you for that. And also, if you don't know what the fuck to say, that's also okay. Yeah. Like, I would rather you, I would so much rather you tell me, like, I'm happy you told me and you feel comfortable to do that. I don't really know how to process 
the information at this at this moment, you know, because some people, like, yeah, I'd rather you take a day or two to think about what you want to say than just saying some shit that you don't need. Yeah. Or saying some shit out of ignorance, and now we both. Mm-hmm. Because, you know? look, I... That's an acceptable answer, too, because shit, it's, it might be new to you. That might be the very first queer person that you ever met in your life, and you don't know nothing outside of what your family tells you or what you see yeah. on TV. So that's okay. Like, I, I definitely take into consideration, like, I gave my parents four months before I moved back in. I came out purposely so that they would be able to digest that information for a little bit. Because I'm like, yeah, you know, the person you raised is a lot different than the person that, you know, you're living with now. So I'm going to let you take some time to get used to it. But at the same time, you're going to respect me. And at the same time, you're going to respect what I just told you. Yeah. And don't let somebody pressure you to come out. Whether that be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your family, your aunt, your uncle, your come out when you're ready, because people like people love to get into relationships and be like, I'm gonna come. I had this one. I, I said on the last podcast, who was like, I'm ready to come out because of you. don't do that. Come out because of yourself. Come out because you want to come out. Come out because you're ready to be who you are. I think I very recently do that. I told his cousin. Because you're gonna be hurt. I was talking to his cousin on the phone. I was like, whoa. She did not know before we got on the phone that he was into trans women. Um, I am not talking to that man now. So I'm like, baby, you should have waited. Okay. You should have waited until you were ready. So I don't know. But (laughs) I think, I don't know. If you're young, I just want to let y'all know it gets better over time. You accept yourself over time. Again, if you want to use that driving analogy... You get better at driving. Hopefully, you get better at driving over time. Some people still don't know how to park and be having their license for years. But um, it gets better over time. It's like cooking. You learn how to cook. Now you're making this meal. And now you're making more meals. And bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know? We do want to acknowledge that. For some people, it's not as easy. It does not get better. It does not get better. And some people die positive. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, dismissive to that point as well. We're definitely speaking for those who have like, the privilege and the safety to come out. Um, but we're still very much thinking about those who aren't able to. Especially on, like, days like Trans Remembrance Day um, or, like, Trans Visibility Day, it definitely made me think of, like, how many people are still in the closet. Because, I mean, I'll, sometimes I think about, like, damn, I wait so long and I'm only 20 years old. Yeah. But I'm like, those people right now are 50, 60, 70, and they never got that chance. Yeah. I mean, even as, like, being lesbian, gay, bi, pan, there's people that don't come out because they may be with someone. Or, I mean, for example, the person that, I mean, got two kids. And it's like, old family homophobic. Not everybody gets that option. To be able to express themselves and be themselves. So when y'all ask, why are you making it a big deal? I'm making it a big deal because it is a big deal. I don't know why I was like, are you talking about baby dad number two? I was like, can you tell me about him? <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, damn, that's real specific. I was like, I don't know. I was like, is this Jane going to you? I don't know what you're talking about that. I was like, how long have that been going on? <laughs> No. <laughs> so, we're definitely not dismissive, and if you're listening to this and you feel like 
you relate to that, that you can't come out for those reasons, I'm sorry. And I hate that you do have to go through that. I hate that not everyone is as open as the people that we surround ourselves with. Um, and I hope and pray that over time you're able to. Um, but some people are not. They're not at all. And y'all have to understand that. So do not, I don't know, I, when it comes to those situations and you have the people that are like, no, it'll be fine. Just come out. Just come out. Just come out. It'll be fine. No, it might not be because you don't know their situation. You know them when you're at school. You know them when you're at work. You know them when you're at the mall. You know them when you're this, but you don't know them when you're at home. Do not know them when they're at home. They could be going home and getting the shit, the ever, the shit beat out, diarrhea shit beat out of them. <laughs> and you do not know that. So, do, like, people are ruthless in this world, and it is a dangerous world out there. So I'm not, we're not going to disembark on that or pass that. Uh, it happens. We're just privileged to not see it happen. And for the vast majority of y'all listening to this, are also privileged. This pause is him watching me destroy this joke. Um, I'm on the verge of being on my damn ass. I've been leaped over this glass, this whole podcast. (laughs) Y'all are watching this. I look silly, I know. Y'all ain't seen nothing but the top of my head. (laughs) And the empty glass. (laughs) But... I think that's a pretty good episode there. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel good closing it off. Did you have any more tips or any more pointers or any topics you wanted to bring back? I just wanted to reiterate for those of you who have been able to come out, congratulations. And yes. I hope this is, you know, sort of a new beginning. And for those who haven't, you know, we're still thinking of you. And it's all love for you. So. It's all love. And hopefully you get the chance. And hopefully when you get that chance... You are given the love that you deserve. And if you don't get that chance, understand that we love you. And that we understand to a degree. Because, unfortunately, we're not in that position. Or, I guess, fortunately, we're not in that position. And, unfortunately, you have to be. Does that make sense? Workout. (laughs) But... I just want to say thank you so much for coming back on. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And to all the listeners, thank you so much for listening to me speak. For, I don't know how long that had been on paper. <laughs> but X amount of time. Yes. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, some of y'all may be listening to this and it doesn't pertain to y'all. But honestly, truly, it pertains to everybody. Because if you're, whether you be hetero homosexual, homo-heterosexual, pansexual, transsexual. In the words of Tara motherfucking Banks, learn something from this. Learn something! <laughs> I've never had to yell at a girl like this in my life! <laughs> we were all rooting for you. Yes, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for everyone. Period. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. I forgot to tell y'all. But, uh, Hit that subscribe button so that y'all can get more informational episodes like this and drink with us on a nice little Wednesday afternoon. But, you know? <laughs> yes. And um, where can they find you? 
you guys can find me on Instagram at Binny.Shariza. That is B-I-N-I dot S-H-A-R-I-Z-O. And I don't feel like repeating that. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know where to find us at OBW Pod on all social media. We are on TikTok as well and YouTube at OBW. So definitely hit that subscribe button, follow us, and um, tell me what y'all think in the review section down below. Yeah, write a fucking review, bruh. Update your Spotify. Okay. And one last thing. Happy tourist season, guys. I'm fucking Like, dis- isn't the weather so much better? Isn't your skin clearing up? Like, nice. <laughs> so, I just wanted to throw that out there for my little tourist level. I know I'm doing good. Very nice. Like, I'm doing good with the Spencer guys. I'm over here getting a little drunk. Like, mm-hmm. shit. My friend Jada's birthday tomorrow. We're going to be oh, up this weekend. Y'all going to be out in the yeah, city. Big per. Big per. Period. Well... Y'all have a lovely one. Gulp down them damn drinks. I'm going to have to gulp this by myself because somebody been drinking by themselves already. Right. Okay. You're making me look like a mess. Okay. <laughs> and I will see y'all in next week's episode. Bye. Mm. Okay, but wait. That was an interesting episode. If you agree, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a beat. And tell us what you think in the review section. While you're at it, go ahead and interact with the poll if you're a Spotify user. And join the Tasty Brew by following us on social media at obwpod. Now finish those glasses if you haven't already. And join us next time for another Tasty episode.